Welcome back to Foodie Talks. This is your host, Henry Almas, and my co-host, Brian. And today, well, first off, how are you, Brian, like always? Pretty good, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. Yeah. Living the dream. Getting so much hate on TikTok, but you know, <laughs> we're going up there. <laughs> Anyways, recently, let's just get right into the news. I really want to talk about this. It's been really intriguing to me. Like, it's been really intriguing. So, have you re- heard the news that Canada... Had a friendly match against against Iran, but it got canceled. Yep, that is insane. Because apparently the Canada, the can the the men's Canada, they went on strike, and they want because apparently something to do with the government, how they the government can't doesn't show transparency, and like where where the money goes and everything, and they want equal pay for women. Dude, that is insane. Like, yeah, governments are so fishy nowadays. It's it's crazy and like. Canada really needs to pick up the yeah, shit. Canada are doing some really some shady stuff right now, and they need to pick up their stuff because Canada is. Let me tell you, they are a good team now. Legit. Yeah. Canada are are dangerous. They're gonna be in. I hope they do really good in Qatar because let's just dive in right into Canada. So let me tell you about Canada. They finally qualified for the World Cup. Yes, they're going to Qatar. They they came in first place in the World Cup qualifiers, which yep. is insane. And like the fact that they beat U.S. They beat the U.S. right? Uh, I think the U.S. and Mexico. They beat both of those teams. That's crazy. That's how. Like I thought that Canada, dude, Canada are or something this year, and I really hope they do really good. And they haven't even qualified for thirty six years. That's insane, dude. That's that is crazy. And like I mean. Like the C- Canadians, like they had so much emotion after, you know, they won. Dude, I'm telling you, the passion of the sport, just, dude. Yeah, dude. People are growing the passion of the sport. And everyone's loving it, dude. And like, oh, I love it. I love it. And like, they haven't qualified since 1986. You know where that was held? In nope. Mexico, I think. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is pretty cool. But yeah, they finally qualified. Thank lords. It all you got uh, thanks to obviously Alfonso Davis. That, yeah. Yes, it's a team playing sport, but Alfonso Davis was a key player. Let me tell you, Alfonso Davis basically is the face of Canada right now. Alfonso Davis is the star boy of Canada. Everyone needs to take care of Alfonso Davis before the World Cup. Like he needs, he's gonna shine in the World Cup. Like he legit had eight assists and five goals and five goals. And let me tell you, he's a he's a he's a what's it called? He's a defender. He's left back. He's left, a left back. back. He's a left back. But he technically, if you see him play, he plays like a left winger. Wing back. Yeah, yeah like wing he, back. he plays like a winger. It's fucking crazy. And like, dude, this man, the fact that he has five goals and eight assists is is insane. It tells you something. And like, they also have other stars like Jonathan Davis. He plays for Lille, and he has a nine goals and five assists. Wow, what? That's an insane stat. Like, let me tell you, that's that's pretty good stat for international. And like. Well, let me tell you, Alfonso Taylor plays for Bayern Munich, obviously. Everyone knows. But, yeah, he plays for Lille. He has nine goals and five assists. He's 22. He's pretty young. He's older than Alfonso Davis, but that's pretty young. And, like, he, they, we also have Ky, um, Kyle Lauren. Kyle Lauren. Kyle Lauren. That man is a goal machine for their Canada and international team. He has 13 goals so far. That is an amazing stat to help. Zero assists, but still, 13 goals. That's a striker right there. That is what we call a striker. And, like, they have other players, but those are, like, the three key players for Canada. And, like, I'm telling you, they are one dangerous-ass team. They have officially made it to Group F. Yes. 
Group F, which includes Belgium, Morocco, and Croatia. That's tough, man. That's tough. <laughs> that is what? Morocco, Croatia. What was the other team? And Belgium. And Belgium. Belgium's going to be tough. Morocco, Morocco is going to be... I think they can compete with Morocco. And they can compete with Croatia for sure. Belgium's probably going to be the toughest. I feel like, yeah, for real. I'm calling it right now. Belgium's going to win, obviously. Belgium is... is yeah. Between team. Belgium and probably Canada, honestly. But yeah. Canada is going to compete with Croatia for sure, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah Croatia. Nah, Croatia is something really else. Yeah. Tough team, dude. Oh, yeah. Morocco, though. You, gotta, you, can't, you yeah. can't sleep on Morocco, though. Yeah, they got Hakimi. Yeah, they got Hakimi. They got they, they did pretty good in the, the South. Uh, what's it called? AFCON? Yeah, they did pretty AFCON, yeah. Good. Yeah, they did pretty good in the AFCON, so you can't sleep on them. Yeah, Canada is going to be an interesting one. Their first match is uh, <laughs> their first match against Belgium. It's going to be tough. I th- I think they'll compete though for sure. But with the momentum they have right now in Belgium, yeah. they might get they might lose a little bit of confidence, not going to lie. They just got to get through Belgium. If it, if they if they lose I mean, 1-0, they got Courtois, man. He's a damn wall. Oh dude, yeah, exactly. Like I don't think Canada can score. <laughs> Dude, Belgium's going to be an interesting one, but Croatia's going to be an interesting one, though. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I feel like they're both equal. Yeah, you can't sleep on Croatia. Like, Croatia's a really good team. They have some pretty stout players, too. But that's going to be a nice one. And then Morocco, yeah, I feel like they're an equal team, but I feel like if Canada knows how to, like... With John Hurd, dude, we got we to talk about John Hurd, dude. That's, yeah. that's Canada's coach, and, like, he's such... He really did change Canada, like... Like, if he can, like, beat the... If he can manage to beat the USA and... If he managed to beat the U.S. and Mexico, he can manage to beat Croatia and Morocco. Oh yeah, like for sure. Like, let me let's just let me just tell you about John Hurd. John Hurd, this man legit coached for the women's team, and he he won he won a medal for the women's team in 2011 for the Pam AM Cup Games. It's that's a really cool games for the women's, and that's a really good achievement. And then he won a one me- he won one medal one gold medal in 2012. For the Olympics. Olympics games, yep, and 2016. That is crazy. That is crazy. He really did change Canada's Canadian soccer for the women's. And then in 2018, he decided to you know a jump. He went. He decided to go forward and coach the Canada men's team. And now he made. And his main goal, his main objective was to for um, qualify the World Cup. Yeah, and now yeah, that's crazy, dude. Like he really did. He succeeded that. And like now everyone's like, bro. I, I don't I used to think Canada used to be a really bad team, but now they are a pretty decent yeah, team. Do you think man. Canada's gonna make out of the group? I think so. You think so? I think so. Belgium and Canada are probably gonna be the ones. Really? Yeah. Well, I thought you were gonna say Croatia's gonna be the one that's gonna go up because Luca. I thought you. Because that's his last World Cup. Yeah, that's his last World Cup. Dude. And like, he's he's a star, but Canada can compete with. With uh, Croatia for sure though. For sure, dude. No, and John John Harden. I feel like he he has a way. I feel like yeah, he has, he has a way. way. I feel like he's a good. They they need, they need more experience for sure. They need to get a couple of matches in before the World Cup, and I think they'll be pretty set. There you go. I feel like Maybe. Canada is going to be a force to be messing with. I feel like they they are going to go to the knockout rounds. I don't think they're going to go past the knockout rounds. Low key. I'll be dead as honest. They are. They they. they might be better than like who do you think is better though? Okay, if if you if you didn't count the loss against Mexico, do you still think do you think Canada is better than Mexico? Um, I 
No, I don't think so. You don't think Canada's no. better than Mexico? They, they can compete with Mexico, but they're not better than Mexico. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we got, dude, we, Mexico got some good players, man. Mexico's good players, got, but. I mean, they're not competing against, like, good teams right now, but, I mean, I think they're going to shine at the World Cup for sure, though. I don't know. <laughs> I think so, man. I I hope so, but who knows? At this rate, who knows? So like, say, so you think, so you think Canada is not better than Mexico, but do you think Canada is better than U.S. Then USA is pretty good too now. Oh, so you think yeah, U.S. I is think, better I than Canada? So you think Canada's back down to number three? So if okay, rank rank Canada. Where do you, where do you rank Canada, Mexico, and U.S. Top three? Rank I'd them. say, like currently right now, I'd say it'd be USA, Mexico, and Canada. Oh, so you think Canada's back down to number three? Yeah. I feel like Canada's number one right now. I really do think Canada's better than the U.S. and Mexico. At this rate, like, they've been playing pretty decently well. Yeah, U.S. has star players, and yeah, Mexico has this reputation of, like, doing good and all these competitions. But right now, they Canada's in form. Like, this is the golden generation for Canada. Like, I can't see... I We saw, like, Canada... Base competed with U.S. and Mexico, and like everyone thought that, can everyone thought like okay, Canada won't qualify. Canada's not that good anymore, or Canada was never good and everything. But now Canada's a dangerous ass team. The thing, the thing is that Canada needs to compete with the, all these good teams to be prepared for the World Cup, and I don't see Canada participating in any matches right now. Oh yeah, that is true. So they need preparation for they the World Cup. I'm pretty sure they are playing tonight, though. They are gonna. It's requ- it's required since it's a FIFA Nations League. Oh, Nations League. <laughs> since it's Nations League, they are required to play this tonight, or else they'll get some like, or else there'll be punishments. But since it was a friendly with Iran, they couldn't play it, which was insane. Like I feel like I feel bad for the families that were right, like, that yeah. came to watch and everything. Like, yeah, I yeah, I guess they they wanted to prove a like point a message out there, but like. Yeah, like you gotta think about the fans too and the families and everything. Like, they they probably like some people probably like paid so much money just to watch them play and everything and support them and everything. Like that's why I just, that's why it's kind of like messed up about that. Like, yeah, they're trying to put a message out there, but you gotta think about like, like thirty thousand people came to support you and everything. Like, they wanted to support you, and then you guys decided to cancel it on them and like everyone. Like I saw like the I saw footage and everything. Like people were just standing out there and like waiting for them and everything. Like that's just disappointing. Like, right. I don't know. I feel like next time like don't. Don't bring, don't, like, if something's going, like, I feel, if my opinion, if something's bad's going on in, like, the organization and everything, don't bring it to the field. Like, play the game, because fans really came here, like, to spend money on you and to watch you play and everything. Right. They came to support you. Don't, don't just go on strike but and not the play the game. the thing is that it shouldn't just be about money, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Like, like, especially now in our generation, like, everyone expects money. You know, yeah. like that's all they care about is money. Like they don't care about themselves or anything else. It's just about money. All right, so we're gonna do a segment now. <laughs> we're gonna do a segment now. We're gonna play this game called Start, Bench, and Sell. Obviously, it's, it's, I got it from like other stuff. So like, shout out to the people. I'll pop them link in the bio where I got it from. But yeah, so let's play Start, Bench, Sell. So we're, since we're talking about Canada, we're gonna just put Canada base. So let's let's talk about their three stars. Their th- let's talk about their three stars. Brian, who do you? Uh, I was give you like three options, and you gotta start the player, bench the player, or sell the player completely. Like you, well, he won't be in your team. Okay. So I'll give you three names: Jonathan David, Alfonso Davis, and Kyle Larvin. I'll probably start Alfonso Davis and bench 
David and then Sal, Kyle. Sounds kind of easy. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I mean, yeah, I agree. Yeah, those uh, Kyle's like what? I feel like Kyle's pretty old. Yeah, because now. Kyle Lauren's like twenty-seven years old. Uh, he's he's aging. John, Jonathan David's pretty young enough. He's twenty-two days. years old. Yeah. So like, yeah, I okay, I kind of agree. But Kyle Lauren's like a striker. He's like a deadly striker. I'm not gonna lie. But right. yeah, do you think Alfonso Davis will ever become like? Do you think Alfonso Davis will become a ball and dirt contender? Or do you think? Defenders- I think. In the future, yeah, I'd say. Give yeah. it like one more year, I think he'd be like top top ten probably. You think he competes like with Batman Papi and all that? Yeah, he'd be top ten for sure. Like, do you do you really think like uh well like okay I agree top ten and everything, but do you ever think like a defender would ever like win a Ballon d'Or? Honestly, dude, that's a that's a very tough question. I think it's it's very hard because what can you do as a defender? Like, exactly. all you can do is just you know. Defend. Yeah, like you can. Uh, I get you. You don't have. Just, I think, the forwards or the strikers have advantage because they're they're they're, gonna, they're scoring goals. Yeah. And you don't. Defenders don't usually score goals. Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree. But I. That'd be something new, though. Like, because I know Vir- uh, Virgil Van Dyke almost the, won it. But he had like a start, fucking um season. But I feel like Bonder, all it manages is just goals and yeah, yeah, not yeah, nowadays yeah, it's just goals. Yeah, and, and like big trophies. Right. I don't know. But a couple of years ago, Luca won the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, he was midfielder. Yeah, right. he got like plenty of assists and right. goals too. And he, yeah, like I say, major trophies. Like he, he almost won the World Cup. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Place. Yeah. Exactly. Like I don't know. It's sad though because like I really want to defend. I want really want to like. How like, I th- I do think, you think? I think the Ballon d'Or should be diverse. Should be like anyone. Do you think it's harder for a defender to get a Ballon d'Or than an attacker? Yeah. Do you I think? Do. Uh, there. It's exactly. It's like this is what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. I feel like the Ballon d'Or should have like three three Ballon d'Ors. Like three Ballon d'Ors winners or like. Three separate categories. Yeah, we All have. All right, so the tagging, yeah. midfield, and and defense. Yeah, exactly. Defense. I feel like at this point, because it's like all of these Ballon d'Or winners are always like just attackers mostly. Like, yeah, we have some Jorginho's, like a Jorginho almost got it, or like a Van Dyke, but like that's like a rare occasion. It's usually like top two is usually like attackers. Top right. two is usually like the top scorer of a team of a player. Like, I don't know. That's a, the Ballon d'Or needs to change up. I feel like it, at some point we're going to get sick of just – oh, well, we're not going to get sick of goals and everything. But, like, at some point defenders are going to be, like, notice, like, oh, well, probably they do notice it. But, like, at some point like, we got to change it up. Like, we're going to – I feel like we should have three Ballon d'Ors and just one Ballon d'Or. Yeah, like I agree. One def- one's for defense, one's for midfield, and one's for attacker because at this rate it's always going to be attacker. There's no way – there's no way a – all-star Van Dyke can be, like, a prime Messi. Like, there's just no way. Everyone cares about the goals and everything. Like, that's what's sad. Like, I feel like that's what needs to change up, too. But, yeah, that's it for Foodie Talks. Did you even say welcome back? Welcome back to Foodie Talks. All right. Anyways, yes, that's that's it for Foodie Talks. Thank you for watching. Like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And then li- you can listen to this on Spotify. Not an Apple, not an Apple podcast yet. But Spotify, that's where we are. And YouTube, obviously. And yeah, thank you for watching. And thank you, Brian. And we're out. Peace.